Hello, and welcome to Conundrum, a series of short stories written by John Lanyap, read by GK. Enjoy. Book four, For Love or Money. David and Ellen met during their junior year of high school and became fast friends. Not long afterwards, they started going steady. Their senior year of high school started off on a high note. They were both accepted to the same state college. The school year went by quickly, and as graduation approached, they looked forward to spending time together on the senior trip. That year, the senior class chose to fly to Orlando, Florida. One evening as they were leaving the Hard Rock Cafe, David noticed what appeared to be a lotto ticket laying on the sidewalk. He reached down and picked it up. As he inspected it, there was no name on it, so he casually pushed it into the pocket of his jeans. That same evening, the lottery numbers were revealed, and when David checked the numbers against the lottery ticket he'd found, enough numbers matched for him to win $500. He immediately phoned Ellen and told her. The next day, as they sat eating breakfast, they beamed over the prospect of how to spend the $500. Ellen suggested that they spend only $300 and put the rest in a savings account when they get back home. David agreed, and then he took a napkin from the table and wrote on it today's date, the day they first kissed, and both of their birthdays. Then he showed them to Ellen and told her that he would play those same numbers twice a week until he wins the lottery. During their first two years of college, David and Ellen lived on campus in their respective dormitories. Ellen was a psychology major, and David took up electrical engineering. As they entered their junior year of college, they decided to live together off campus. Ellen located a cute little efficiency about five miles from campus. Moving in didn't take long because neither of them had any furniture. They went shopping for a bed and got a great deal on a leather pullout couch at the neighborhood thrift store. While they were there, they also bought a small dinette set and a coffee table. Once they got the furniture moved in, they sat down on the couch to rest for a few minutes. All of a sudden, David sprang to his feet and walked across the room and picked up his backpack. He pulled out a small box and walked back over to where Ellen was sitting. Sitting on the edge of the coffee table, he looked into her eyes and said, Will you marry me, Ellen? Then he opened the small box, revealing a small one-diamond engagement ring. Ellen's eyes widened, and a joyful smile quickly turned into laughter as she said, Yes, yes, I will marry you. Then she threw her arms around him and kissed him passionately. Breaking their embrace, David said, There's one more bit of news I want to share with you. I've been accepted into the apprentice program at TNR Engineering. It's a full-time apprenticeship. That means 
I'll have to get my degree as a part-time student. As long as we're together, I know everything will work out. Me too, said Ellen. The next year as Ellen was preparing for graduation, she and a few of her psychology classmates got together for a pre-graduation celebration outing. Graduation would take place Friday afternoon, so they went out to party the night before. She had already talked with David about the get-together, and he was all for it. He told her, honey, this is your time. Go on and have some fun with your friends. Just be safe. So Ellen and her friends went clubbing until 2 in the morning. She arrived home around 3 a.m. David was sound asleep in bed, so she quickly and quietly washed up and fell, in, fell to sleep on the couch. Later that morning, David awoke and noticed that Ellen was not in bed with him. Walking into the next room, he saw her sleeping on the couch. Not wanting to wake her up, he finished getting dressed for work in the bathroom. Before leaving, he wrote her a short note that read, must have really had a good time. I'm running late for work. Pick up my lotto tickets. See you at Tony's for graduation dinner. Love you. Then he paperclipped a $5 bill to the note and placed it on the coffee table in front of the couch. He kissed her lightly on the forehead and left for work. Ellen woke up and immediately checked her watch for the time. It was 10.15 a.m. She sat up on the couch and saw David's note on the coffee table and read it. She just smiled. Then she reminded herself that graduation was at 2 p.m., but she needed to be on campus by 1 p.m. No problem, she thought to herself. Arriving at work, David sat down at his desk and checked his email. Once the screen came up, a message flashed meeting for all apprentices at two o'clock. At 1.50, the three apprentices at TRN were already seated in the conference room. Moments later, the floor manager, Dan Gillum, walked in and stood in front of the three men. He said, I've got to let two of you go. I've talked to each of your team leads and went over your monthly evaluations. And this is my final decision. Graduation was over by 3.45. The graduates had thrown their caps in the air and were in the midst of retrieving them. Ellen's mother, Diane, her brother, Alan, and two of her first cousins, Michelle and Terrence, came up to share in the celebration. There were big hugs all around and gifts were exchanged. They took turns trying to convince Ellen to go with them to the movies to see the latest Tom Cruise film. After some mild arm twisting from Diane, she gave in. While at the movies, everyone except Ellen filled up on popcorn and soda pop. Ellen was saving her appetite for dinner with David. After the movie, they dropped her off at Tony's restaurant. Goodbyes were short and sweet, and then Ellen watched them drive away. The dinner reservations at Tony was at eight o'clock. Ellen was already seated when David walked over to the booth. 
Before he sat down, he leaned in and kissed her and said, Sorry, I'm late. As he sat down, the waiter asked, Would Sir like a drink before ordering? Yes, said David, a glass of white wine. Anything for the madam? I have the same, said Ellen. Boy, have I got something to tell you, David said. But first, how was graduation? Did your mother and brother make it? The graduation went smoothly, Ellen said. No long speeches, no audience interruptions. And yes, my mom and brother were there along with two of my cousins. Sure wish I could have been there, said David. I know, said Ellen, but as we agreed, because you are the sole breadwinner right now, your income is important to the plans we've made. Now, what was it that you wanted to tell me? Just as David was about to tell her about his day, the waiter returned with their drinks and to take their order. As soon as the waiter turned to leave, David began to tell Ellen about the, about the events of his day. Then, just as the waiter arrived with their meal, David finished the story with, and they chose me to remain on board as the only apprentice. That's amazing, Ellen said. I'm so proud of you. As they were eating, the conversation turned to picking a date for their wedding. David began by saying, okay, babe, We've kept our agreement not to get married until after your graduation. So how much longer will I have to wait to make you Mrs. David Fuqua? Ellen smiled and said, not much longer. I have interviews with two different doctors in the next couple of weeks, and I need to stay focused on acquiring one of those positions. So let's say a month from today on Saturday, I'll prepare the invitations and send them off by the end of the week. I just need the names of the people you want to invite. And remember to keep the list short. You got it, babe, said David. When David and Ellen finished their meal, David left a very gracious cash tip for the waiter and paid for the meal on his credit card. As they were leaving the restaurant, David received a notice on his cell phone to remind him to check the lotto numbers for that evening. When he checked, they were his numbers. He let out a shout that startled Ellen. Then he danced a quick jig and began repeating, 70 million, 70 million. Then he turned to Ellen and asked, babe, where's the lotto ticket I asked you to pick up for me today? His question was met with cold silence. He repeated, Ellen, where's the ticket? Ellen shrank back away from him, covering her face and replied in an almost inaudible whisper, I forgot to get it. Conundrum, a series of short stories by John Lenyap. We'll return next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening.